It's Monday night. Another episode of the Loud Pedal Podcast. I am your host, Michael Clark Griswold, with my trusty sidekick, the Mal, Brian Hustlinger. What's up? Tonight, we have another special guest for you. Driver currently sitting third in points at New Egypt Speedway out of Ole, Pennsylvania, Loudon Reimer. Welcome to the show, Loudon. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll uh, start with the cliche question. When did you get your start in racing? Um, when I was five um, in a quarter midget. Nice. And then you went from quarter midgets to sportsmen or quarter midgets to micros? Uh, quarter midgets to uh, slingshots, to micros, speedster, and uh, then a sportsman now modified. And this is what, your fourth year in modified racing? Yeah, uh, fourth, fourth, uh, this is the middle of my fourth year in a modified, uh, my, my, uh, sixth year in a big car. Yep. And when you, we started Sportsman, did you run Bridgeport when you first started? I ran, uh, Grandview. Oh, Grandview. Okay. For some reason I thought it was Bridgeport. It's fine. Close enough. Yes, close. No big deal. And then you ran a couple of years. You've been in New Egypt, but this is your second year in New Egypt in the modified. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be my second year there. I went there uh, about halfway through last year. Uh, any particular reason for the switch? No, just um, change of scenery. Um, just uh, felt like we needed a little bit of a change, um, so we uh, we switched our Saturday night home to uh, New Jersey. Is that how about how far of a tow is that for you guys? I'm sure Grandview is probably way closer. Yeah, Grandview's about you no know, 15 minutes. New Egypt's a uh, little under two hours. Ooh, ooh, that's a big difference. Ouch! <laughs> so you like New Egypt better than you like Grandview? Um, uh, I wouldn't say I like it more. Um. I, I just needed a, a change of change of pace. I felt like um, it was uh, kind of wearing our team out a little bit um, running Grandview every week because it's so so tough racing there. Um, you know, ra- racing weekly anywhere is tough, um, but you know the racing is just so stiff and and fierce at Grandview. Um, we just uh, needed to kind of. Uh, change our pace a little bit and um, switch to uh, you know somewhere somewhere with a little more racing room so I could get a little get a little better experience under my belt. I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, have you done any Brett Dale series races at all? Yeah, um, I, I did the one. Uh, I did one a couple years back up at Thunder Mountain. Um, I, I didn't really run good. I didn't make the show. Um, I ran, uh, I ran New Egypt this year for the short track super series race. Um, I think I got a, I want to say a ninth place finish out of that one. And you had a real good, excuse me, you had a really good showing in the super dirt race at big diamond this year. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I, I just kind of, uh, I got the opportunity to drive a big block, um, you know, kind of out of nowhere this summer. Um, a, a really good guy from Delaware named Don Greeby um, hit me up and uh, asked if I wanted to work with him a little bit, um, doing some big block stuff. Um, I ran his car once down at Georgetown 
and got a got a top 10 down there with that my first time in it and then um we went up to orange county and i i struggled up there it was a a lot different than racing down here um just you know best of the best race there not weekly but they were all there the uh the week i was there and it's just the competition up there is insane and the track's really tricky um it's a lot different style of racing up there and then we went to um big diamond for that dirt race and I just I, I set my goal to to make the show there, um, and you know we we exceeded that, and I was uh, we were all really pleasantly surprised with how we ran up there. Uh, can you describe the difference in styles between, let's say, the the New York track compared down to the South region? Yeah, racing on Hoosiers is uh, you know that's that's the huge difference in in my opinion from racing down here. Um, you know, up up there they like really slick, blacked over tracks. Oh, yeah. Um and and down here it's um you know, not not heavy all night, but it's definitely not uh not racing on New York slick every week. You know, that's a whole different ball game that we're not used to. Um but Orange County was just it was super slick all night. I mean it was it was slicker in warm ups than than I'm used to down here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. All all night we were just kind of uh, you know, trying to trying to chase the setup a little bit. Um, I'd run there in a small block before I ran two Eastern States races and made both of them in the small block. Um, but I, I only ran a, you know, big block one time before that. And, uh, it was, it was just a a learning experience for us. You know, we were able to build our notebook and hopefully next time we go up there, uh, we'll have a way better showing. (laughs) I was going to say not only running, gone from the American racers to the Hoosiers, but gone from a, a 358 small block to a big block and the same race is probably pretty challenging too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I never ran, I, I ran Hoosiers uh, twice in my life before we went up to Orange County, uh, last month. Um, and, uh, I'd also, like I said, only ran a big block once. So it was, uh, it was a lot, lot, uh, lot different going from big diamond in a small block on a Friday night to going orange County in a big block on a Saturday. So now how, how much of a learning curve was it gone from running a, a small block at big diamond to jumping in a big block at big diamond? Um, it, it wasn't as, uh, as big of a difference as I thought it would be. Um, I, running there weekly definitely helped us. Um, cause we were, we're kind of scratching our heads a little bit, um, trying to figure out what kind of, what kind of setup to put in the car to go up the big diamond, uh, and you know, what, what, to what to expect. Um, and, and we kind of just all said, uh, we, we raced there weekly. Might as well just, you know, set the car up like we do weekly. I know it's not a small block and we don't run Hoosiers there, but, um, uh, we just kind of set the car up the way we would for a normal Friday night and, and, somehow luckily worked in our favor <laughs> sometimes it's better to be lucky than good right yep yep always <laughs> now are you still running the speeds for full-time or is that uh like a part-time gig no, i run that as much as i can um there's only so many of those races a year um i've, I've raced weekly out at Kudstown this year um and uh richie tobias who uh runs the show there with those speedsters, not just at Kudstown, but the, the speedster 
uh, quote unquote tour. Um, he was, he was really good this year with not, you know, scheduling any, any races over, uh, like other series. Um, cause there's USAC East coast guys that run those cars. Um, there's a lot of guys that run those cars that have, uh, normal Friday and Saturday night homes, uh, elsewhere. Um, so we were, we were able to make all the, all the tour races this year, as well as running Kutztown weekly. That's pretty cool. And now we've heard from, we've interviewed a lot of modified guys who <clears throat> have run speedsters or run currently still run speedsters. And they all say they, they handle pretty close to a modified. Is that, is that kind of your experience too? Uh, somewhat. Um, I don't, it's hard to compare because they're, uh, I guess they've fallen into the category of open wheel. Right. Um, they're, uh, they're somewhat similar, but, um, with the way modifieds are set up now and the way modifieds, uh, have changed over the past couple of years, I, I wouldn't really compare a speedster to a modified. They're kind of their own deal as far as driving and setup wise. Yeah. Are they, are they a lot of fun to throw around? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like racing and, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. something to do on a Wednesday yeah, night yeah. and, and, uh, yeah, it's, I always have fun when I race, you know, they're cool cars. Um, we, uh, we maintain them, you know, me and my dad and, uh, some of my guys, we main we maintain the speedster. Um, yeah, they're a lot of fun. It, it's, it's something to do on a Wednesday and the money is so good in that division. It's, uh, it's tough to pass up. Yeah, that is a nice thing. That the payouts seem to be <clears throat> pretty well. And we interviewed uh, Richie Tobias uh, a couple months ago, and it yeah. seems that uh, you know even buying a car brand new doesn't seem like it really breaks the bank. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah. What you, what you race for in those cars is uh, you know, cost cost to payout ratio in that division is second to none. You can't beat it. Yeah. Um. How's the payout up at New Egypt? Is it is it pretty decent? I, I know yeah, it's, it's not I know it's not Grandview money, but they got the, the NASCAR backing, which helps. But yeah, they uh, Grandview's got the NASCAR uh, helping them out with the point fund. They're on par with you know all other modified tracks, I'd say, around the area. That's good, and you know, at the beginning of the year, there's a lot of drama. It seemed like there, and then. They switched. They switched. Switched management here recently, and I've heard nothing but good things. Was that kind of your experience as well? Yeah, um, I, I really, I really never had a problem with the place, um, regardless of the management. Um, from the from the first time we raced there, um, I, I really liked the place. It's a awesome facility. Um, I just wish you know um, the the crowd turnout would be better because I know how hard everyone works to to put a racetrack on weekly and uh that place is such a nice facility it's just a it's just a shame they don't you know get the get the turnout they deserve there i mike and i've been there and of course we got spoiled because you know we're big badass media guys and all we thought it was a beautiful facility like you said the racing was it was good and the food was good why do you think the the turn the crowd turnouts like not not good um yeah, that's a tough question. I don't really know. Um, I never ran a racetrack, so I don't really know all the logistics of everything. Um, I just think the location's tough. Um, and, and, you know, 
there's two tracks in New Jersey on a Saturday night. I, I don't really think that's that's um, helping anyone out. You know, right. But, oh. Oh. Um, it, it's I, I think the location is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of in its own little area down there. Um, so I, that's what I would say the answer is. But yeah, I think I think their coffee. Oh, uh, now, sorry, I had a little problem yeah. with the microphone there. I think sorry. I think their coffee is probably the best out of any yeah. track track uh, around. Coffee, definitely. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, I never sampled it, but I've heard I've heard nothing but good things about the food there. Oh, it's excellent! It's probably the best track food I personally have had, and the prices are pretty good too. Yeah, we got like two quarter pound hot dogs and yeah, like a soda for like four yeah. bucks, and we were done. Yeah, <laughs> that was it for us for eating yeah. wise. That's yeah. not bad at all. Um, do you have any plans on uh, doing more big block stuff up up here in New York? Um. Not really, uh, as of now. Um, it, it's it's tough because uh, of the way that the the deal came about. We already kind of had our season planned out with the small block stuff, um, as far as weekly racing and and some end of the year stuff here. We're gonna we're gonna go down to Georgetown next week, um, next Tuesday for the short track super series race down there. Um, and we're 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 gonna hit up Port Royal at the end of the year here. Um, but beyond that, I don't, I don't really know. Um, it's tough to tough to have a deal like that come about yeah. midsummer, and um, you know, not not really be able to change much around just because of the schedule that already existed. Um, but uh, next year, I'm sure we'll we'll have uh, a lot more big block stuff mixed in, um, and and be able to plan a little better. So, have you guys already talked about next year with the big block and continuing that deal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I haven't. We haven't really spoken about it. Um, I'd like it to continue. I don't see really why it wouldn't. Um, you know, we've had decent, decent showings in the in the few times we've been out. I, well, I should say two decent showings in the three times we've had it out. Um, but um, I would like to. Um, the the owner's a really good guy, and I like working with him. Um, so uh, we've just been so busy. We haven't really had had yeah. much time to sit down and talk about next year yet. Now, do you keep the, the big block at your shop or is it down in Delaware? It's at our shop. We keep uh, we keep both our small block cars and uh, now we have the, the big block up here too. All right, Loudon. Uh, we've had some controversy going on with Mudgate a couple weeks ago at Grandview for the Forest Rogers uh, race. Have you or do you have any problem with driving through the mud before you hit the scales if you're you you're gonna cut it, cut it close on weight? I I seen there was some some controversy. I mean, <laughs> it's it's been going on forever. Um, yeah, for sure, right? It has. I mean, I'm sure as long as racing's been around, there's been you know controversy in some way or form. But I I know that and that that specific example's been around forever. You know. Yes. Um. I'm sure in all types of dirt racing, it's been done. I don't have a problem with it, yeah, really. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's ever going to go away either. I mean, it's, it's not going to go away. There's nothing illegal about it. You're, yeah, you're trying you're, to you're, you're trying to gain an advantage on your on your competitors, and if you're like, oh man, I'm my my math might have been a little bit off. Like, let me well, just 
some insurance yeah, and we run through this mud puddle. Right. And a lot of times, I, I think, I mean, you know, you, you never you never really set your car up to be underweight after the race. Uh, at least I don't. You know, right. um, sometimes you have a lot more yellows than expected. You right. might burn yeah, off yeah. a little more fuel than you initially thought you would. And I just think it it's a safety measure. You're racing on dirt, your car's going to get dirty. I mean, whether you you intentionally drive through the mud or not, I mean, you're going to, you're going to have a couple extra pounds on there. Um, you know, yeah. after the race is when you scale it in the shop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I have no problem with it. I mean, if you're going to whine about it, then go race asphalt or something or go watch an asphalt race, you know? <laughs> now the, the fuel has always interested me and I've never, this uh, we've done almost a hundred interviews now. I've never actually asked this question, but do you guys have, like, do you know, like, your motor's going to get so many miles per laps, or or how is that calculated? Um, I know I know for us, um, we just go by uh, how many gallons, you know, it burns in, in X amount of laps, um, and we normally, we normally try to calculate it night to night, because, uh, Stuff can change. There's different factors, um, yeah, but we we normally just calculate for the how much fuel we're going to need for the feature by how many how many gallons we burned in you know a ten lap heat race um, and, and go from there. So so would you calculate off the heat race that night? So like all right, we just did a ten lap heat race and we burned six gallons of fuel. Then you would take those numbers and calculate it for the thirty lap feature or twenty five lap feature. Yeah yeah you know we if we burn three gallons of fuel on a 10 lap heat race and it's a 30 lap feature then you know we need to at least put nine in to run the feature plus you know yellow flag laps and if if, if that instance would happen where we need nine gallons to run 30 laps probably just throw 12 gallons in or so and and call it so, good and you wouldn't have to run through the mud yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know yeah true you develop a fuel yeah. leak all kinds of things yeah. could happen yeah a lot of stuff can happen Oh man! So we have a uh, we have a question here that we have patented unofficially. Uh, so your Mount Rushmore of racing it can be four drivers of any class, living or deceased. Who's your four drivers on your Mount Rushmore of racing? Oh man, uh, I might be. I'm gonna be partial, and not not might be partial. I'm gonna be partial. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh. Probably Dale Earnhardt, Steve Kinzer, um, oh man, uh, probably, I mean, you got to say Matt Shepard, um, I don't know, oh man, that's, you really put me on the spot with that one, uh, <laughs> That's what we do best. Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Fourth one, Scott Bloomquist. Why not? There you okay. Go. Okay. That's a respectable list. That's a very respectable list. Now, out of your four wins this year, and this year was the first year you picked up a win in modified racing, correct? Yep. I think I might have asked that earlier. I can't remember. Um okay. Out of your four wins, does one stand out more than any of the others? Uh, my first win, 
that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it just, uh, you know, it kind of hit me once I took the checker flag and went across the scales, um, how much hard work we put in over the past, you know, four, uh, three and a half years now racing, racing modifieds and small block division, how much hard work all my, all my guys had put in, you know, and how much time and, and money, my family and my car owner, Doug floor, um, how, how much effort everyone put in. Um, it just kind of hit me that it finally, finally paid off. Um, cause I had a lot of good runs before that, just never found my way to victory lane. Um, and it was just, that's something I think I'll always remember for the rest of my life. It's just, uh, just the way it hit me after I took a checkered, how, uh, it felt like a lot of weight was lifted off of, uh, off of me. And I'm sure a lot of guys on my team felt the same way. Now, now more wins will come a little bit easier since you got the first one out of the way. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> well, so they say you get the first one out of the way. Usually it opens the dam up, so to speak. Uh, what personal goals do you have set for yourself moving forward in your career? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't really, I, I take it day by day, probably just, you know, continue to improve, um, stay consistent. Uh, my, my main goal ever since I started racing and I was younger, um, I just wanted to race a modified. I didn't care how I did. Um, I just wanted to race a modified at least once. And now, you know, obviously I surpassed that. So I guess I, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess I gotta get some new goals 15 years later here, but, uh, <laughs> Um, probably just stay consistent and improve and get, get better with the big block stuff and maybe run some more of the, uh, up North shows and stuff like that. What, uh, do you have, what modified drivers do you look up to? My dad. Okay. <laughs> um, he was always, you know, I, I've been going to the races ever since, you know, before I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my dad and my grandfather raced and, just being at Granby every Saturday, watching my dad, um, it it really made me look up to, you know, the guys that do it weekly. Now that I'm older, I can really appreciate how much effort it takes, um, yeah. you know, from every every car, every division in the pits, how much effort it takes just to get to the track and, and uh, you know, put a weekly weekly racing schedule together because um, it, it's by no means easy. And, uh you know, watching my dad week in and week out do it growing up, um, it kind of made me look up to him because of how hard he worked. Um, and I always, I'm going to be partial, but I always thought he never really, he had he had a lot of wins in his career, but I always thought, you know, how hard he worked and stuff like that, he, he should have had a lot more. Um, but um, my dad's my idol. That's how it's always going to, always going to be. You know, he's still given 110% now that he's not the one in the driver's seat. Um, and, uh, it's just, uh, I'm really just thankful for, you know, him and, and the rest of my guys and my family for everything they do. Well, you definitely made him proud. You're making him proud. Definitely. Uh, typically how many shop hours do you guys put in during the week? <laughs> oh man. Um, too many a lot too many yeah, yeah. Nah, there's never too many races are one in the shop um yeah. but uh it, it all depends you know we've had really good luck lately with not getting torn up and not really having to fix much yeah. we've been 
we've been able to focus on uh, getting faster lately rather than uh, fixing and maintaining. Um, but we're out there every night. I mean, every single night of the week, come home from work, go right out in the shop and wrap up around 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30. You know, there's a, there's a lot of hours that go into the weekly racing deal. That is a lot. That's a lot. That's why we normally do our interviews on Monday nights because a lot of race teams take Monday yeah, night off. Yeah. <laughs> we we found yeah, that out through trial and error through the years of doing these interviews. You know, we're like, man, we got to find a night where we're not going to be bothering guys. And it turned out yeah. Monday night, a lot of guys usually take off. So. Yeah, we uh we got done a little early tonight. I uh I just got done eating dinner, and you guys gave me a call. Um. But yeah, we're uh, there's no days off with us. Um, I race three nights a week, almost every week, um, throughout the summer. So it's uh, it's all hands on deck, and yeah. every every night of the week we're full throttle pretty much. Oh yeah, it's true. I forgot you're racing. You know, Friday, Wednesday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that is a lot of work. You're a busy, busy young man there. Yeah, you figure there's three well, nights right there that you're not in the shop, so you gotta have the rest of the nights in the shop. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Shoot. God bless you. Yeah, yeah God bless you. <laughs> I don't feel like doing shit when I get home. <laughs> it's it's uh ever since uh you know I started racing, my dad uh, always told me there's no uh there's no racing ferry that comes in and fixes your car yeah. or gets it ready for the next race. So if you want to race, that, you gotta, you gotta be a, be willing to put the work in. Yeah. And, it, and it's paying off for you guys too. And it's going to pay off for you in the future also. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, you're having a, you're having a great year this year. So I don't, I don't, I don't foresee it not carrying over. Yeah. Unless, unless you go into some kind of crazy funk and just start crashing every week. But, no, that's never the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, uh, Loudon, we, we greatly appreciate you coming on and uh, spend some time with us out of your busy schedule. Uh, before we let you go, is there anybody you'd like to thank? Yeah, uh, I just want to thank, um, you know, all my car owners. Uh, Doug Floor um, owns the 16 small block cars. Um, Don Greeby owns the 33 big block that I drive. Uh, Barry Von Dorn owns the the 1C Speedster, and um, Steve Walters owns the 80-80-270 that I, that I drive. Um, without them guys, I I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Um, and racing is an expensive sport, and, sure uh, you know, it, it takes a lot of uh, not just financial backing, but a lot of support from from uh, everyone, my whole crew, my, my parents, my grandparents. Um, it's it's really a huge team effort when you when you step back and look at everyone involved. So I just gotta I just want to thank everyone that uh, you know is involved in my racing and uh, takes time out of their schedule to help me out. Well, Loudon, like I said, we greatly appreciate you taking the time with us, and uh, we wish you nothing but the best of luck uh, moving forward the rest of the season and and the years moving forward. All right, thank you guys. Thanks for having yeah, me. Absolutely, thank have you. a good one. You too. That was Loudon Reimer. We got to come up with a nickname for him. I just thought I know, I was thinking. I got one for next week's guest. Okay. Yeah, we got to come up with a nickname for him. 
Yeah, well, uh, I was thinking we'll, we'll come up with something. Until then, we got to pause for station identification from yeah. our sponsor. We do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And they identified the shit out of that, so let's keep moving. Woo! Pay some bills on that. I say when we finally go live, when we do that, we'll freeze. Meaning we'll just be like, yeah, people be like, what the? All right. That young man's got a pretty good future ahead of him, I think. I believe he's having a hell of a year. Yeah. Not that many. Not that many modified drivers have four victories this year. No. There's a ton of them out there that have less than four, or not even a victory this year. So he's having a hell of a year. Yeah, he's what twenty, about twenty, uh, something I, like I that. He's young. No idea what he is. That's cool. He got a nice uh, little big block there. I'd like to see him come up here a little bit more so I can see him race instead of going down there or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He was there for the coal cracker that year we went. Yep. He was there for that. Everybody was there because that was during the vid. Oh yeah, that was the pandemic. Two two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The kung fu. Are we still doing that? I mean, I don't know. I saw pictures of our fearless leader earlier today, and he had a mask on. Yeah, he's such an idiot. Yeah, I think, the, he's got, I think the government puts that on his on his mouth to try to keep the bullshit from spilling yeah. out. <laughs> That's what. That's how I see this. This presidency. That's the World Racing Group. That's how I see it. <laughs> There's no and the Trumpsters. That's like the Lucas Oil and the Brett Dales. We're over here, <laughs> All right? That's how I see it. World uh, Racing so, Group just doesn't give a fuck about anything but sprint cars. But, but see, here's the thing: they think they're all big badass because they got the World Outlaws. You and I could run the World of Outlaws. Yeah, it's it a runs, fun- the thing runs itself. <laughs> it's a fine-tuned machine. We set up a little shell corporation, funnels, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's been like that since Ted Johnson started it. So, like, you're... 1972, right? 79, I think. 79? I knew it was yeah. 70. Now, 72 was the year Bridgeport opened. And 1970 or 72 was when the All-Stars started, Sprint Car Really? Series. Yep. I didn't know they'd been around that long. You know, I thought, I, I found I thought, they, were, on, on I thought they were racing. fairly. I thought they were fairly new. Eighties, like eighty-ish. Like oh, I thought like two thousands. Like Tony Stewart was like, "Yeah, oh, let's start this okay. like the two thousands." Oh dear, Michael. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow. I don't follow sprint cars like at all. Uh well, I mean Joey Saldana's like a big, big all-star, like winner and champion, and that. So that's how far back it. Nice. I had no idea. See, you learn something new every day. You do. You do. Um, so what happened this past week? Anything, anything exciting? It rained at Utica and Rome. Well, they still got the show in. Uh, Outlaw Speedway? I, you know, not really. 1970, the All-Star Circuit of Champions. 1970. 
man. So they started before World of Outlaws. Yes, I believe the World of Outlaws was, I want to say, 79. I think it was 72. Well, we're going to find out, Michael. Oh, here we are. I mean, the All-Stars up and up. Up and out, Unicorn were absolutely badass. I think the All Stars have more of a following too, not because not, yeah. not not fan wise, but driver wise. I think they have more regular drivers that follow them compared to the World of Outlaws. Because I think the All Stars, I don't think they're strict. You know, the World Racing Group has their platinum members, and the World for the World of Outlaw guys like. They can't run this or they can't run that. I think All Stars. I think it's kind of like yeah, you can just run whatever you want. Well, because Tony Stewart owns it, and he, you know, yeah, he's like, all right, you want to go race there, go race yeah, there, I, whatever. What do I, I care? I used to be a race, a full time race car driver, so I get it. Right, <laughs> I, exactly. I, you know, I get that. Nineteen seventy eight, the World of Outlaws was Sprint Car Series was founded. So they're a bunch of copycats. Yeah. Yeah, they're copycat. They're just national, worldwide, and yeah. Oh, I think Stu Stu went up to Canada, did yeah, some the whatever the hell. Pinty race. Yeah, that, and I think he jumped in a three sixty sprint car up there. Yeah, finished like second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the final four for Orange County. It's I believe it's in. I'm gonna go from what I saw. Shepard, obviously, Prego. Uh, Mad Max and Billy Billy V. Van in yeah Van Inwengen. I think that's how you say it. It's close enough. Now yeah. is Billy V second in the points now because he I, has a win? I, I don't know. I, I don't I have to so look. look there's, so there's what one race left, the championship race? That's next week. Or this, I'm sorry, this uh this Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. I believe so. Should be a good race. I will say. For thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of blood cheddar. That is a lot of cheddar. I I'm still picking I'm still picking Perego. Dude, it's just so hard to bet against Shepard right now. It is. I agree and he's got Orange County down quite well. He's got what, six wins there this year? Six yeah. or seven. Got ten wins at Utica Rome. Yeah, Utica Rome. He owns that place. Yeah, he looked a little off. What's Saturday? Well, look I what think... he did during. Look what he did uh, during the week for. Oh yeah. Whatever, summer fest or whatever the hell Sum- they call yeah, it. Yeah, summer fest. What he had two wins and everything else was top threes. Yeah, and, like something crazy. Yeah, insane. Mm-mm-mm. Guy's good. So Ryan Godown wins again at Bridgeport. Shocker. Shocker. Um, what else happened? I mean, good. I can't. Think. Not really. Yeah. Oh, Paul Ballard finally won because he oh, won yeah. Saturday. Yeah, he did. Did he give us a shout out in Victory Lane? I don't know. I was nine night. Yeah, I was too. Can't stay up past like nine o'clock. Uh, uh, Unless well, I start we, like an eight ball or something, I'd be running around like crazy. 
Yeah, my boys probably have some. I swear to God, they do. <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to do a little trivia question here for, for our listeners. Steve Bernier took the checkered flag, took the checkered flag at Drummond. Mm-hmm. Went over to Scales, and Steve Bernier was found light, disqualified, giving Eric Rudolph the win. What should have Steve Bernier done to make weight? A, have a crew member sneak inside of his car. B, have a crew member quick distract officials while they throw like a couple 20-pound weights. Or C, drive through the mud. Or D, not cheat. Or D, not cheat. If you pick the correct answer, you will win a loud pedal decal. Courtesy of the loud pedal. Courtesy of the loud pedal. We will post that question up also. Yeah, you might as well just post it up now. I, I don't feel like there ain't. I'm lazy. <laughs> All right, so, so, so tomorrow. Fuck it. Tomorrow's my birthday, so, you know. Yeah, fuck it, Wednesday. I'll forget by that. So just never mind about the whole thing. It just has to be posted before next week's show. Yeah. So, so we can announce a winner. Before next week, I'll, I'll, I'll probably do it tomorrow. All right. I'll do it tomorrow night. Uh, next, all right. next week, we got another young shoe coming on. We do. I think he's raced at Orange County a couple of times, but it's probably his father. He has. Uh, his, his dad has. His dad right, his there the, has. Elite. Yeah, Sammy Martin. I think he has two in a sportsman, I want to say. Probably. I think so. they went, I think they actually went up there for a year. I think. I believe I think they, they were there I, often. Yeah, I think they were both up there for a season. His dad and the big block and, and Sammy March Jr. in, in the sportsman. I'm pretty sure. Find, out next, Nick, find out next I, week. And we have a nickname picked out for him already. Nice. And we're not going to say it until next week. Yeah, he's a, I think he's a good young driver. So. Yeah, he seems to be. Seems to be. So, uh, I, we hey, that's uh, we like the young and up-and-coming drivers. Sure do. Sure yeah. do. All right, predictions. Man, right. we sucked last week at predictions. Dude, we got just shut out. Like, Shepard Utica Rome, Larry White. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that one was a given. Yeah, Andy McKenney like, at Lebanon Valley. You're like, Ola Dwyer, Colby Schrader. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Oh, I'll, that one was definitely a given, but no. Who else? Pick, I, well, picking well, Matt Shepard, I thought was like getting a free space and bingo. <laughs> it was like, it was so obvious to pick up, but that backfired. Yeah. We picked Orange County, too. I said Perigo. You said. I don't remember who I picked. And Billy V. Oh, Guller. I picked Guller. Pick Guller. You did. I was I was going to pick Billy V. I was close. Oh, Bridgeport. I, I was like, Creighton. I picked like, Neil Williams. You picked Neil. Of course, Ryan go down. I'm like, well, all right. I didn't. I didn't want to pick the obvious. The obvious. Well, we we tried to pick the obvious that you were girl on Saturday. Yeah. That didn't work and out. And then well. I saw. And then I saw Krejci took the tee. I was like, well, he's not winning the night. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but why? Why would you do that when his big nail was like hot? Yeah, so much faster. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Maybe he's trying to save the engine. Who knows? That that's true too. I can't just. So we're gonna we're gonna try we're gonna try to redeem ourselves. You want to do Friday and Saturday? Yeah, sure. But we got to pick Orange County, and we'll have to pick even pick the champion. Oh, I already I got my pick already locked in for that one. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jay. Let's say, uh, was he named after a superhero? <laughs> hmm. 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 We'll, we'll pick a couple off the wall. Maybe we'll pick a sprint car track too, just to throw everybody off. Yeah, like uh, who runs Friday nights? Lincoln. Uh, no, Lincoln runs Saturday. Uh, Williams Grove. That place sucks. Yeah. Uh, Racing so a, boring there. Or we could pick the All Star Circuit of Champions if they're racing Friday. We'll figure it out. They're racing Thursday. All right, then we'll put up Thursday who we who we want. They're racing uh, Bridgeport Thursday. I already know who I want. Sunshine. Is that who you picking? Yeah, I'm picking yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, I, you might go with Peck. I have that feeling you're gonna go with the L13, but you might not. Nah, I'm not. If a certain night team shows up, would you he'll pick probably, him? He'll be. Ah, uh, no, I'm not gonna pick him, but he'd be a good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with the savvy veteran. The red 10? Nope. The savvy veteran. All right, you got me baffled. Uh, It has been confirmed that Lance DeWeese will be there. Oh, no shit. Yep. I changed my pick too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going, ah, I'm going, wow, I'm going with Lance Weeks. All right, going with the Hall of Famer. The savvy veteran. He's never yeah, raced anybody, he's never raced there before. Is that Matt? The guy had a wing and he couldn't see and he won. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I mean guys track blindfolded. Hmm. So watching the All Stars Friday night from Outlaw. And uh, Brett Marks won. Brett Marks, I really got to see him, and that guy's incredible. Yes. Um, Deertrick was up there. Actually had a had a good run, had a good finish. Post race interview, and Deertrick gave he goes gave nothing but praise to like Marks, and he goes that dude's just that good, and just like to everybody else, I'm like, why can't we see more of that from him? Yeah, most of the time, the mean? asshole but, side it, of him. It shit talked. It, it was just. Very complimentary about, you know, how good Brent is and all the rest of the guys, you know, the All-Stars and all that. It's like, huh, I'd like to see a little more of that, but whatever. Danny's going to be Danny. Yeah. Must must be the name Danny because isn't wasn't there just some post about uh, Danny Creedon being a total asshole to somebody recently? Yeah, who, though? Was it? Yeah, I think there was. Somebody posted on Facebook, I'm pretty sure. They lose his cool. Yeah, about Danny Creed and losing. But I look, I get it. I think any driver, I don't care who you are, could lose their cool. I mean, hey, look, at, look at Mike dropping. Mahaney drop kicking people's doors in the middle of the track and shit. You know what I mean, so uncharacteristic. <laughs> yeah, like, just, he just had a meltdown. Yeah, so he I just, think it, he just melted down. He just freaked <laughs> out. Yeah, I was like, holy shit. I get it. It's like, well, especially in Super Dirt uh, Super Dirt Week race. I mean. Mike was like, damn it, Mandy's going to be fucking pissed. And yeah, now i got to listen to it. Uh, thanks, Ryan. Dick, you're, you know, you're a real dick for doing that. <laughs> He's probably just yelling, like, going like this to him. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I'm very I mean, I've so. seen all kinds of drivers have meltdowns. Uh, Rick Laubach had a meltdown at Bridgeport years ago because of the scoring issue yeah. and refused to leave the track. And- so I think Stuart I think Stuart Friesen sitting on the roof, yeah. So I think I, mean, I think it can happen any driver, honestly. I've seen her, you, her. Yeah, because 
I mean, not only on the racetrack, but that guy could, guy or gal, could be just having a bad week outside of racing, and it just carries over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't like know I what they're. I've had enough of every, I've had enough of this yeah. week. I, this week can kiss my ass. Yeah. And you're just a straw that broke the camel's back on that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I saw uh, some more uh, post about uh, your favorite driver, Bridgeport, uh, Dominic Buffalino, um, pretty much crashing his way to the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just moving people out of the way. Shocker. Yeah, just, just banging doors to everybody. Like, dude can't pass anybody cleanly. Uh, yeah, but yet Ryan go down gets the shit rap for it. Yeah, yeah, and he just blows your doors off. Like, yeah, and it's you're like, sitting like, still. You can fit like 85 cars between the two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm, wait, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the day that Dominic Buffalino gets a little rough with Ryan Godown. It's going to be cute. It is. If somebody's <laughs> picking concrete out of their teeth and it ain't going to be Godown. Nope. Nope. Um, so Ryan has to start backwards for the remainder of the season at Bridgeport. Yes. Three so. laps down. And three laps down. And still probably win. Yep. He's just got that place locked down. That, he, that's his place. Yeah. He's got 12 wins there this year. Yeah, between last year and this year, it's, wow. Yeah, it's lights out. I also had a thought about Ryan, too. Well, besides, I'm still sticking with him to win the Elite Series, uh, the whole kit and caboodle. Ryan's the guy, the guy I would probably pick first. From being a side of the South region to win like an Eastern States or a Super Super Dirt Week. Did he almost won Super Dirt Week a couple of years ago? It, yeah. In the Dietrich it, car. Can, and it, yeah, but I think it would have to be his own equipment, like his stuff, for him to. That's my opinion on it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I, oh, I got to ride with so and so, but yeah, it's like I, like I don't know if he has a dirt legal car and all that, but would he take a ride, a decent ride, of course. Well, yeah, he was at Big Diamond for that race, wasn't he? The Super Dirt race. I don't, uh, I don't remember if he was or wasn't. Yeah, I think he was though. Can't remember, but I think he does have a a dirt big lock. Okay, he might because he did do the series what a couple what two years ago. Yeah. So he might. I yeah. I see. I I definitely one hundred percent seeing him winning one of those or shit both of them. <laughs> I really, honestly, I honestly do. I think he's that, I, in my opinion, he's that good. He is good. He's, he's really that good. good. Lucky that he's at my home track. Yep. I'd like to see him up here. He, I, he, puts I, on a, to, he does put on a driving clinic week in and week out. It's just, he's the guy. He'll, he'll start 17th and by like lap five, he's like fighting for the lead. Sounds, I don't like, know how somebody, it, yeah. sounds like somebody else that you could roam. Yeah, seriously. And it's a decent look. It's a decent feel of cars at both tracks. It's not. It's not no cherry picking shit. It's not. Right. Oh. They just got their shit together at those their respective tracks right now. You want to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's it. So. Not cheap to beat the man. Yeah, not drive through the mud. Yeah, not drive through the mud. No, nah, you can't. No, no. Cheating. Cheating. Can't do that. That's a good one. Bunch of cheaters. Uh, I think USAC starting up again starting Thursday night. At Kokomo. It's in Indiana. I know. It's... That's where they're kind of home-based. Yeah, yeah. That's why we need to go out there. <laughs> we do. We need to, like, just live out there for... Well, we could fly back and forth to home with all the millions that we have. There we go. Okay, spring cars, uh, USAC season start back up in Indiana. All right, we're out. Yep, see you. Right, bye. Bye.
Peace. We'll be back when we get back. Yeah. I mean, this work thing is really starting to aggravate me, getting in the way of things I want to do. Yeah. Who, who, who told us? Was it? I think it was Doug Rose told us, you know, that if work gets in the way of you going to racing, quit your job. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to take his advice. All right. Uh, fuck the house and go into floor closure. My kid doesn't have to eat every day, does he? No, he could eat like every five days and still be good. Uh, he's little. He'd be fine. Yeah. Unless he's got water every day, he'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Put it like the self-feeders like you do for the dogs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, we can't do that, Doug, unfortunately. No, no we can't. Uh, Bills ain't going to pay themselves. So. Not unless he wants to give us some really cool high-paying jobs at the track. Yeah, I, I'd be all about that. Yeah. I'll uh, work to take a booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for 100000 a year. At some point, you stop selling tickets, right? And you get to go watch the racing. Like, oh, Hot Lap started. No more ticket sales. You know? No, I'd do it. I put, no. a, I'll put a sign up there that says, Gone Racing. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so I don't know. When we got Utica Rome's racing again Friday, I have no idea what what's on Saturday. Third Bridgeport point. running again Saturday? Yes. Yes. They uh they run every Saturday until the points night, which is September tenth. Oh, they're going a little later. They got a little bit yet. Yeah, they got four Four more weeks, I think. Three more, right. three, three more weeks, I think. Who's running for second? Uh, oh, Ryan. What? Really? Maybe. Can't remember. Yeah, we'll update everything when we look. <clears throat> I'll look right now, real quick. Creighton, going into last week, Creighton was just outside of third. He was fourth in points, but he was only like six points out of third, I think. So he can get himself a top three. He can, but he had a real shit week last week. Yeah, I can hurt him a little. Kind of what everybody else did. Who has also, the point so, league? Is, so it, Billy, is it Go Down or is it Billy Jr. still? Billy, Billy Jr. has it. Well, going, this is, this is before last week. All right, this, uh, this, all right. This doesn't, they don't have updated yet, but going into last week, Billy Jr. had a 12 point lead over Ryan Godown. That's not a lot. And he, and uh, Godown won and Jr. finished sixth. Watt was, oh yeah, so he'll definitely have the point lead. Uh, Ryan Watt is third in points and Ryan Creighton's fourth in points. Okay. Richie Pratt Jr., fifth, Neil Williams, sixth. Dominic Buffalino, oh, Dominic Buffalino, Neil Williams are tied for sixth. Tommy Beamer, eighth. Sammy Mart Sr., ninth. Roger Manning, 10th. Um, what is the payout, 1 through 10? As far as uh, I think so, yeah. point it's, money? All right. Yeah, it's 10000 to win. That's not bad. 10000 and he gives you a racing suit. Okay, that's all, even all, cool. All champions get a custom uh, Velocita Bridgeport uh, racing suit. Cool deal. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Look, here we go. Joseph Watson is selling a Ender's Big Block. 450, really? 450 laps since freshened. Uh, 20 grand. So I don't know what happened to Joseph Watson. He's no longer driving the number 30 car at Bridgeport. 
Now it's H.J. Bunning driving it. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know what happened there. And then I see uh, he's selling a lot of stuff. Maybe he's done? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Oh, who, who the hell knows? Yeah. I mean, I feel I kind of feel bad for those Delaware guys because there's, like, no racing down there now. No. You know, it sucks. Yeah. I Definitely not what it used to be. I, I don't think the car counts were hefty down there, but it was more, like, more racing as far as modifieds. Dude, uh, the other Friday night when Stu went down there and raced. Yeah, 14. They had 10 cars start to feature. Oh, 10. Yeah, 10. 10. Ten cars start the feature. So it was a thirty, yeah, like we said, it was a thirty lap uh, heat race. Exactly. That's not good. Yeah, there's a that's there's a race coming up at Georgetown September 9th, a Friday night. Uh, one of the suppliers I buy a lot of plumbing equipment from. They're sponsoring the race, and they hit me up. They hit me up like, "You want a ticket?" I'm like, "Yep." I was I was gonna say you probably should go. Yeah, so they're like, you want a ticket? I'm like, yep. They're like, yeah, don't you have a podcast about this stuff? I'm like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> Let's you go. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So they're they're gonna have like a tent set up, free food, drinks, and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, maybe one of these years I'll get down there. Yeah, you won't get to see the track at its current configuration. Nope. Be the new one. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. I really dude, don't. dude, four. T- if, if they make it to a four tenths, dude, look at Outlaw. It's a four tenths mile track, and that when that track is smooth, oh, it's it, racy. It's oh yeah, ba- and, it's, and it's, it's bad fast. fast. Yeah, it's still a big block track. I just want to, I just want to get to the barbecue truck. That's all I really care about going down there for. Oh my god, dude. Barbecue yeah, so so good, so good. I, actually, when I go down for the race, of like, uh, is your guys' food from that barbecue place? Nah, I'll, I'll go pay for my food. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you guys keep your food. You know. That's yeah. No. Yeah, I'll, I'll get down there. I, I don't know when. I want to go to Utica, Rome. Uh, when I don't know. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Bucket list. Yeah. Well, Indiana's coming first. Yeah, Indiana. Nah, it won't. It, it won't. It won't. Nah. nah, but Indiana would be cool. I mean, I turned a big 5-0, but the fucking wedding ruined that shit. Stupid wedding. I know. So what for Sprint Week for Brian, because he's turning 50 next year. So, you know, because I got to get married like a dick. Yeah. Also, that ruined that. Stupid wedding. Maybe for my five-minute wedding anniversary or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, probably not. Nah, yeah, probably not, but that's... It was worth a shot. It was. It definitely. Hey, you got to try it, right? That's it. You got to be in it to win it, kids. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of that, but dude, like Fonda has ridiculous. Or uh, Utica Rome, they're 50-50 on Saturday night. It was like 4,500 to win. Yeah, place was packed. Yeah, dude. Even when I went to uh, Bridgeport, uh, not this past weekend, I didn't go, but the weekend before that, their uh, 50-50, I think it was like 1,800 went to win, which is pretty damn good, huh? There's been times where I was at Bridgeport, they're like, 50-50 winning ticket worth $300. I'm like, what? Hey, shit. I'd be happy with that, to be honest with you. If it was I, yeah, 30 bucks, I wouldn't even give a shit. If I made my $5 back, I'd be happy. I never win. Carrie used to yell at me all the time. She's like, you're never going to win. Why do you keep buying tickets? I'm like, got to be in it to win it. 
So a lot of usually their fifty fifties usually pretty good. Yeah, um Eldora's is always huge. Oh. Apparently, apparently somebody said Eldora, you can buy fifty fifty tickets online. online. Yes. So you don't have to be oh, there. Yes. That's pretty cool. So will they ship you the money if you win? Probably check. Yeah. That is cool. I'm gonna start buying fifty fifty tickets to Eldora. I was thinking about that too. <laughs> it's like playing like, the lottery. Yeah. It's called a racketeering. If the government does it, it's okay. Right, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Yeah, as long as they do it, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to start winding down point championships, and we're going to start be, uh, hitting to the big fall races. That's going to be exciting time. You figure uh, not this weekend. Next weekend, we got the New Yorker. Yep. Was it and race? Then race three. Yep, race three. And then the weekend after that is Obama 200? I think so. And then you got a weekend off. And then the weekend after that, I believe, is Port Royal. Port Royal is usually about, what, the like a week and, after Super Dirt Week? Not Port. Super Dirt Week's beginning of October. Yeah, I think Port Royal's the weekend before. I thought it was between. Uh, I thought it was between Super Dirt Week and Eastern States, but you're probably right. Yeah, because you got um, final Georgetown races at the end of October. Yeah, that was rescheduled from the spring, wasn't it? Yes. Sure was. I still say go down brings her home. It'll be tough, man. It, everybody's showing up for this. Two, and those 200 lap races, anything can happen. October 15th is the Port Royal uh, Short Track Super Series 200. Oh, this, this is not yeah. Okay. And then, so, so, yeah, so weekend after Super Dirt Week. Yeah, I think the weekend. Yeah, before, Super, Super, Super Dirt Week. The 200 for Super Dirt Week is October 9th. Yeah, so it's the following week. And I think Eastern States and then Georgetown is after Eastern States. Yep. Dude, that whole October is up with all big races. Dude, imagine some nice stuff. Holy shit. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean. 50 50. I don't know what the hell is Eastern States. 30 40. 35. Let's just call it 30 for number's sake. Yeah, all and right. Then so that's, 25 at, and then 25 at Georgetown. I bring a lot of case in. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, Short Track Super Series just announced the uh, Cajun Swing schedule. Oh, that's right. That's in November. It's in November. That's the weekend after the World Finals. Which is what? Beginning? So it's the middle First, of November? Yeah, so the World Finals is the first weekend. Okay. So let's just say, for number's sake, it'd be like November 4th and 5th. And then, oh. like that Wednesday is the first night of um, Cajun Swing. Yeah, see, we don't end. We, we have Thanksgiving we have off, and then it starts the indoor stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's, if you think uh, And then the Chili Bowl's in January. They're not going to Super B Speedway. Down in Louisiana, no. which is normally the last race for twenty grand. They're going to uh, Boot Hill for twenty grand, I think. Boot Hill, okay. Yeah. Boot Hill for twenty grand. What's the reason behind no Super B? 
I have no idea. I guess you'd have to ask Brandon Hightower. He's the promoter there. I think, or was. That's probably why. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know if he's still promoting for them or not. He, uh, I know he's helping his dad out building engines. Yeah, he might have stepped back. Uh, he was there hot and uh, he got hurt and that, that was it. Yeah, so maybe him not being there is the reason Brett Theo didn't go back. True. That's true, too. Well, who knows, but that's this that's this the swing that Ryan Godown got hot. Yeah, started it, yeah. Yeah, you know, so could it could it be opposite? Could it be cold? Well, it's gonna be cold outside. Now we're we gonna see better or shitty shitty uh lesser car counts with fuel and tires and all that I, stuff. I still think <clears throat> it's gonna be decent car counts. I know, um, I know, I, I was talking to Eric Williams, modified driver Eric Williams. Yeah. 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 He's, if, as long as his car's together, he's going down to Louisiana. Gonna take a shot. He said he, uh, he had, he cut his car up to help another driver get his car fixed. That's a nice guy right there doing that. So he was just actually down at Bridgeport, uh, Saturday night running a sportsman car. Okay. Someone else's ride. So, I, mean, I think it'd be a decent amount of drivers going down. I mean, there's money down there. There's a twenty thousand to win race down there. Yeah. What does he do? Like five, then he increases it, and then the twenty grand, right? It goes starts out five and goes to seventy five or six, then seventy five, and then the twenty grand. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's. I think there's a race that's only four. Okay. I think. Hold on, I'll pull it up real quick. Oh, we got a minute here. Uh. Here we go. So Tuesday, uh, first race is on Tuesday. Tuesday, November 8th, they go to Rocket Raceway Park in Petty, Texas. 30 laps, 4,000 to win. Uh, Wednesday night, they're at the same track in Petty, Texas, but it jumps to 35 laps, 5,000 to win. Then they go to Vivian, Louisiana for Arclatech Speedway, 35 laps. 4,000 to win. Then they go Friday, November 11th. They go to Greenwood, Louisiana to Boot Hill Speedway, 30 laps, 4,000 to win. And Saturday at Boot Hill Speedway again, 50 laps, 20,000 to win. Plus all the contingencies and this, that, and the other thing that you get. So that's because it's a Dale series or Dale's races. Dale's got himself a sponsor down there. Ollie's Bargain Outlet is the Oh, I love Ollie's. I love Ollie's. I don't know if I've ever been to one. Oh, you got to go. You got just the experience once. Yeah, they got, he's got them as the title sponsor for the Cajun Swing. No shit. Cool. Yeah. Join the Ollie Army. Ollie Army. Yep. So. He's getting her done. Getting her done. Oh, Blast the Beach is coming up. That's next week. Race number six for the South Series. Well, yep, coming up with some yeah. good race. Coming up with some good racing. So, yeah, we're starting to wind it down. That we are. That we are. Ooh. Wednesday night, the uh, All Star Circuit Champions will be at Bloomsburg. It'll be a good race. And then you said Thursday at Bridgeport. 
There's the apron. You missed that. And that's it. All right. USAC Sprint Car Smackdown Kokomo starts Thursday. That's really all I care about. Me too. All right. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for you tonight, kids. We'll see you uh, next week. I'm Michael Clark Griswold and the mouth, Brian Hustlinger, signing off. And you have been Black Flag. Shut the f up!